The Capitals will be without Captain Alex Ovechkin for the foreseeable future. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. So in this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the big news surrounding the Capitals as Alex Ovechkin will be away from the team for the foreseeable future. What does that mean I'll talk about that in the show. Then I will talk about the Caps game against the Hurricanes and then what lies ahead for this team. But just to get going here, it was announced yesterday that Captain Alex Ovechkin is going to step away from the team for the foreseeable future due to a family issue. And I don't have this verified, but uh, from one of the subscribers on YouTube that's from over in Russia, he said that it has to do uh, with the health of his father uh, and that his health isn't doing the best. Again, I don't have that as a verified story, but it is uh, something that I had heard from one of the fans that subscribes to this podcast from over in Russia. So that is what I'm hearing so far. But ultimately, not great news for the Capitals to have the greatest player, uh, the greatest goal scorer one day of all time on your team, 20-plus goal scorer, probably the only 20-plus goal scorer on this Caps team this year, to be out of the lineup is not optimal. But you have to remove yourself from these kind of situations. And remember, at the end of the day, it's a game of hockey in that family is more important than anything, um, especially if it is, in fact, uh, the health of his father, him having to go home and to, and to be with his father, you know, uh, whatever that health ailment may be. I think that it is very important for him to have his priorities set straight uh, and for him to be at home uh, if that is, in fact, the case in Russia with his father. Um you know, it is a tough position uh, to be in because as a Caps fan, you're always thinking about, well, what is this going to do about the Capitals? What is this going to do with his goal chase? Those are the questions that get drawn into focus, but you got to kind of remove that part of the equation. This kind of reminds me back to when we found out Nick Backstrom was going to have that hip resurfacing procedure done. And we're like, Nick, you can't do that. The outlook isn't that great. We need you on the Capitals. And then you hear that, you know, he was having a hard time tying his shoes. He was having a hard time playing with his kids. And that's when you got to kind of remove yourself from the equation and say, this is a man at the end of the day. And when he steps away from hockey, he is still going to have family that he cares about. In Nick's case, he still has family that he's going to care about. So it is important, even though we love the Capitals, we love Ovi, we love Backy, we love him on this team. They have families at the end of the day that take priority over this team. What does it ultimately mean? And what is the latest that I'm hearing this story in Reuters they were talking about? 
Washington Capitals captain Ovi will take time away from the team because of a family member and health of a loved one. The NHL club said Tuesday the Caps gave no timetable for when the 37-year-old Russian forward who leads Washington in goals and points this season would return. Caps head coach Peter Laviolette told reporters during the team's morning skate media availability that he did not expect Ovechkin to return for the, quote, foreseeable future, unquote. So, Again, as we look at this, this as a hockey fan, as a Caps fan, this is not optimal. But again, family takes importance. He goes on to say, listen, it's tough sometimes, Laviolette told reporters. Life's tough. And when it comes to family and parents, that's what matters. He's going to go deal with some things right now, and we support him. Laviolette did not disclose whether Ovi, 13-time NHL All-Star who led Washington to their first Stanley Cup championship in 2018, had plans to return to Russia where his parents and other family members live. Uh, I think we are keeping everything internal with, in regards of what's going on, said Laviolette. It's a personal matter, but he was here this morning. The Caps are fourth in the Metro Division and occupy the first wildcard playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Um, and then, you know, they talk about the big games ahead. You know, they have the game against the Panthers. They have a game against the Hurricanes. And we'll talk about the first game that they played against the Hurricanes later in the show. But again, it's not optimal, of course, uh, to be going through a situation like this. But uh, that is what what he has to do. He has to go and, you know, be with his father if that's the case. We know what a huge role uh, that he played in Ovi's life. Sending positive thoughts on behalf of the organization, the Hurricanes wrote on Twitter, there is nothing more important than those we love. We are wishing the best for Alex and his family. And, uh, you know, again, that's that's all we can hope for at the end of the day is that he can make a speedy return. Of course, we know that he is chasing down Gretzky. He passed Gordie Howe. We know all the accomplishments that he has achieved this year and over the totality of his career. He is going to come back at some point, but what it's about right now is the welfare of him and his family. And if it is that he has to go back and be with his father, then you know, as a Caps fan, we got to be okay with that. You know, it's a you know bigger than hockey itself, and uh, we're hoping nothing but the best. But the Capitals do struggle without him in the lineup, and you know that draws into question a lot of things. Is who is going to fill the void in his absence? As we saw, that was Mantha was on the top line uh, and that kind of thing. So ultimately, who? what is the, the lines going to look up with Ovi out of the lineup? There is not a plug-and-play player on the Capitals right now uh, that can take on the role that Ovi plays. There are not a lot of other 20-plus goal scorers on the Capitals. As of right now, there are none. Uh, in past seasons, you looked at Wilson and Kuznetsov uh, that were in the top scoring, but this year, they're struggling a little bit. So as a Caps fan, of course, I want uh, Ovi to come back as soon as possible because he plays such a huge role uh, on this team, and we really look forward uh, to him coming back and all that he brings to this team. Uh, it's just we hope for a speedy return to the Caps. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about the first game uh, of this week against the Hurricanes and what was the outcome and what does this mean going forward We'll talk about that next.
Midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-gay party. Parlay. And guys, even if you're not into betting, you could bet on an upcoming NBA game, a Wizards game, or an upcoming Capitals game. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about the Caps as they took on the Hurricanes. And we knew the implications going into this game that it was going to be huge. I've spoke about it on this podcast all week, is that these are must-win games. Why are they must-win games? Is because, well, Carolina, uh, for in particular, the bookends of this week's games are Metro Division rivals. So those points always mean more. And what happened in the first game? The Caps do, in fact, fall. But there is some positivity to take away from that loss. I ultimately think that the Capitals stayed in that game. There wasn't a point where I think that they took their foot off the gas. I think that washed out goal with T.G. Oshie crashing the net. Um, that could have been the game changer. Um, ultimately, uh, that did not go in the Capitals' favor. But all in all, I think the Capitals were engaged. Uh, I also think that Anthony Mantha... Uh, who was in the lineup, you know, who didn't really show up on the score sheet, was at, le at least had his wheels moving. He was getting shots on net. Um, he was also using his body frame to his advantage because let's face it, for Anthony Mantha, even if he doesn't have a future with the Capitals, he is playing for a future in the NHL period. And as we know, the trade deadline looms. It is March 3rd. So he, all these players are fighting for their career. You know, there's certain players that have things locked down. I don't think Backstrom or Ovi or Wilson or any of these guys have to prove anything, but there's some guys on the fringe. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Mantha and I'm talking about, uh, you know, Eller, even though he is a pretty established name. I'm talking about Irwin. A lot of these guys are trying to fight for their future. If it's not with the Capitals, it's somewhere else. Um, and ultimately, that's my take on it. I think that Anthony Mantha did show up. He did not uh, find the back of the net, but he is improved. Uh, you remember if you got a report card back in school, they would say shows improvement. So it wasn't an A or a B, but, you know, showing improvement over the past. So that's the the grade that I'm going to give Anthony Mantha on his report card is showing improvement. And uh, ultimately, that's all we can hope from him. And if there's one thing about Anthony. You know, one of the things that really bums me out about him is the potential is there. The body size is there. The skating's there. Um, he has got to learn to be more of a pass first, or excuse me, a shot first player over a pass first player. That's one of the things that Alan May talked about in the pregame, uh, that he wants to see him get more shots on net. He shouldn't be so quick to pass the puck. And we saw that a bit last night against the Hurricanes. So hopefully he can continue to do that going forward. You know, on paper, he seems like he should be such a good 
hockey player. And I remember everyone was so excited when he came over with that Jacob Verona deal. And subsequently, he scored a bunch of goals. But the Achilles heel to Anthony Mantha is his hot and cold nature. That is what kind of screws him up all the time. So if Anthony Mantha could find a way to use even just part of that, you know, if he could find, you know, more of the intangibles, if he could just be more of a hitter, if he could be more of a scorer, if he could do something, the problem with Anthony Mantha is he has not, you know, really cemented down any of those things. The things that he should be the best at... Uh, he's not that great at, um, you know, if you take a look at him, just body size alone, you think he could almost be an intimidator, but a part of, a lot of that is attitude. If you know what I mean? And what am I talking about when I say that? If you take a look at Connor Sherry last night, a very short man and not, not to say anything disparaging about Connor, one heck of a goal scorer, one of the best on the caps, I got to say, uh, but he is a shorter guy on the team, but that didn't let him that didn't hold him back from wanting to mix it up with some Carolina Hurricanes players last night. They kind of looked at him like it was one of the stalls. You want to come at this? You want to fight at me? And Connor Sherry was right in there. Uh, subsequently, Kuznetsov had to kind of grab him from the back and hold him off. But I think that Connor was ready to get engaged. That is what I'm talking about. Even though Connor is not a, a tall man, he still has the attitude of a tough guy. Uh, subsequently, if you take a look, or conversely, shall I say, if you take a look at Anthony Mantha, huge frame, doesn't really have that intrinsically to be a tough guy. If he could even work on that aspect of his game, being that Tom Wilson is out of the lineup, uh, I think that that could really bode well for him. Um, you know, in the fights that I have seen him in, especially the one earlier this season, it just looked awkward. Like, I think he even had the jersey pulled over his head. Um, if he could just take some sparring matches with uh, Tom Wilson or, or Garnet Hathaway, it's just something to work on his game to give him some redeeming value, if not on this team, any team. Because let's face it, his scoring is inconsistent at best. So if, he, you know, if you're not a consistent goal scorer, you have to add something to your skill set to have some value to this team. And, you know, you take a look at Garnet Hathaway. He's a goal scorer, but what else is he? He's a chirper. He's a guy that, that mixes it up. So that's his game. Tom Wilson, same thing goes for him. A tough guy, a goal scorer. So he has multiple tools in his tool set there. So the, the tough thing with Anthony Mantha is he has a lot of tools in his tool bag, but he doesn't really know how to use any of them very well. And that's a tough thing. We've seen glimpses of greatness from Anthony Mantha. We've seen him go, go on and score goals, but inconsistently. That's my big thing here with Anthony Mantha. I think that a lot of people speak disparagingly about Anthony Mantha, that he's this horrible hockey player. And I just think that, you know, even though he's at this point of his NHL career, you know, he's playing in the NHL. You know, that in and of itself speaks volumes of his potential. If they didn't think he had potential, he would be down in the AHL. I know that's prohibitive based on his contract, but he would not have got to the point of playing on the Red Wings or the Capitals. I just think that he needs to find his game. Is he going to be able to find his game uh, with the Caps? That remains to be seen. It's still kind of my thought out there uh, that, you know, he's not he's not doing the things that he needs to do, that ultimately if they could bundle him together uh, with a deal with Lars Eller, that they would probably move him out. So on March 3rd, if you hear Anthony Mantha or Lars Eller or both, both of them move on from this team, 
I wouldn't be too surprised. And uh, ultimately, I think they would put Anthony Mantha in a deal like that just to get his record off the books. Uh, as we know, he has one year left on his contract. But if for some reason there are no takers for Anthony Mantha, then I still think he serves as a depth piece. Because if you take a look what they have down in Hershey, despite the fact that Anthony Mantha has not scored on a consistent basis, he is still better in some regards, better than what they have down in Hershey. And um, that's what they could use in their back pocket. Or they could always use him as a depth piece. Keep him in their back pocket. Keep him as the healthy scratch if they have to. If they make a push for the the playoffs, he could be one of the black aces or something like that. Or one of the the fill-in guys, Um, you know, as you know, the roster expands as you get the closer to uh, the playoffs there. So there is value with him. On the Capitals, it's just where does he fit in? Does he have a role in an everyday, uh, you know, is he going to play on the Caps team on a daily basis? That's the question. It seems to me as of late he's been playing based on necessity, based on the fact that Dowd is out, based on the fact that Wilson is out. Um, you know, that is why he's finding a role on this team. If you have Dowd and you have Wilson back in there, is he going to find a role every day on this team. I'm not so sure. And in the last segment, I will break down the game a little bit more, but you take a look at a guy like Joe Snively who came up from Hershey. You know, he's played on the caps earlier this season, but was a call up from Hershey scored a goal in his first game. That's what I'm talking about. Those are the things that you have to do to endear yourself to your hockey team. This is must win hockey right now. We don't have a lot of time to screw around and it's going to be, you know, it's an out there proposition that the Capitals are going to make it to the playoffs at all if make a deep push, if they don't make any additions to this team and that kind of thing. So we need everyone pulling on that collective rope together if there's any hope of making a push. And again, like I talked about in this podcast before, this week's game is going to to mean a lot. Say they drop both games to Carolina for some reason. Those are huge points lost. And how are they going to make those up? So if you know if they could find a way to, to beat the Panthers and they could find a way to, to beat the Hurricanes in the weekend game, then that changes things again. Then they pick up some points. But say for some reason they drop both games to, to Carolina and say they even drop the one to Florida, that also changes things. Then they would be sellers at the deadline. If they could find a way to win these next two games, then I think they could potentially be buyers. Then I think you'd have to kind of wait and see a little bit. There is still some time between now and March 3rd, but this Brian McClellan is not going to go all in on a team that has no future this season. It just doesn't make sense. So why would you trade away a draft pick or this player for a rental for a team that's not going to go anywhere? And it's ultimately up to Brian McClellan to make that assessment Uh, But that's what he spoke of last season is that, you know, he didn't think the team was going to go anywhere. That's why he didn't make any big moves. They did make it to the first round of the playoffs, as we remember, but they were subsequently eliminated in that first round. So these games are must win games. Not ideal that Ovi's not in the lineup being that he is the leading goal scorer on the team. So everyone else is going to have to step up like they did in the month of December. Everyone, let's remember back to December when the Caps had a great record and they did it without Wilson. They did it without Backstrom. They found a way to win hockey games without some of the marquee names in the lineup. They're going to have to do it again if they want to make a push. This is the last a few years with Ovi, uh, uh, three years and change on the Capitals, and he wants to win another cup. Let's help him achieve his objective. All right, so after the break here, we will talk a little bit more about the game 
It wasn't all doom and gloom. There were some bright spots. What were those bright spots? We'll talk about that next. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you gotta try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise on taste, then man thing, I've got the thing for you. You gotta try Built Bar. With Built Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. So, what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% chocolate. Yeah, that's right, real chocolate and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, and coconut almond. And guys, I've spoke of all the time about how you can get these on Built.com, but now you can get them at Walmart and at Sam's Club. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about that. Now you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right, head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box of our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about the game last night. Obviously, they did not get the result that they were looking for, and the Caps did it without their captain. The Caps are now 0-2-0 this season without their captain and leading goal scorer who returned to Moscow, the story in The Athletic. Uh, I thought we played hard against a real good team, Peter Laviolette said. I didn't like the outcome. We didn't win the hockey game. We did a lot of good things. But in the end, we came up short. Joe Snively, who was recalled from AHL Hershey at 9 p.m. Monday, scored a goal and set up T.J. Oshie for another one, while Darcy Kemper made 27 stops. So we want to look for the silver lining. The silver lining for me is Joe Snively came up and killed it. That's what I'm talking about. Anthony Mantha, grab your notebook out. You should take some notes here. To make an impression, if you want to keep a day-in and day-out job in the National Hockey League, show up on the score sheet. Joe Snively gets a goal, assists on another one. That's what I'm talking about. Joe Snively out there doing a great job. With the loss, the Caps have dropped two in a row and been held to two goals or fewer in seven of their last outings. The OV-less power play went 0-3 for 3 against the Canes, generating six shots. Do I think the Capitals could have won the game with OV in the lineup? Absolutely they could have. Um, you know, I mean, his reputation precedes him. He is the greatest goal scorer on the Capitals and one of the best in NHL history. Of course, he could have helped out the Caps. The game turned midway through the third period when Carolina coach Rod Brindamore successfully challenged for a goalie interference on an apparent goal by Trevor Van Riemsdyk that would have knotted the score at three. And I'm going to make an honest assessment here. I'm not going to look at this with Capitals colored glasses on that it in fact was a bad goal. Oshie. Um, got into Freddie Anderson, and he could not move to make the save. So it was a bad goal. It's unfortunate, but that is true. Laviolette, though, disagreed on the call. He said, there's a loose puck in the crease. Uh, to me, Oshie has a scoring opportunity. He gets tripped from behind, but he doesn't fall on the goalie. The goalie goes down on his own, and the puck squirts out quick. T.G. Oshie maybe was on his blocker for less than one second because he got tripped. 
as he was going in for the rebound. He's the coach of the Caps, and I know that probably some people disagree with me, but that was my knee-jerk reaction when I saw the replay. I'm like, that's they're not that's not going to be any good. And it wasn't any good. So you got to move on, and ultimately the Caps weren't good enough. They could have done a lot better with Ovi in the lineup, of course, but they didn't. Um, and that's what you have to go to uh, Oshie on it. It's the rule he told reporters on the overhead. It's clear, goes in by himself and he takes a crack at the puck, but then he lies on the goalie for a split second. Hey, a split second is a split second. Ask Freddie Anderson, ask Brindamore if that makes a difference. So by the letter of the law, you're not allowed to do that. That's Oshie playing bigger than he is out there. Uh, that's just who he is as a player. That is also subsequently why he gets injured quite often. So they're talking about we had other chances to score. Scoring or lack of it has been a big problem for the Caps in recent games. In fact, since the calendar flipped to 2023, they're averaging just 2.53 goals per game, which ranks 28th during that span. The record in those games, a season-threatening 7 nine and one. So what are the big things the Caps are going to have to do to turn it around? Is they're going to have to all be engaged? Um, they're going to also have to get a lot more. Getting that all-important third goal is not going to be any easier without Ovechkin, whose 32 goals are 19 more than Marcus Johansson's second place total. Mojo, when they signed him, did you ever think that he was going to be the second goal scorer on the team? I didn't. I thought that maybe he was getting to that category of like a grizzled old vet, but he has come here and killed it. I stand corrected. Marcus Johansson, I love you on this team. I hope you can find a way to get a new deal. You're contributing on this team. I know we want to get younger, but it's not going to happen for the next few years. So let's go all in on Mojo, who is scoring goals. It only makes sense to me. It wasn't all for naught, though. I, again, there were some bright spots in the game. Joe Snively for me. Darcy Camper for the most part. Some of those goals were deflections that most any NHL goalie wouldn't have been able to stop. There are some bright things going forward, some building blocks, but they're going to have to find a way to do it without Ovi in the lineup. I do think it's possible. They take on the Florida Panthers next. Uh, so that's what they have to set their targets on, and I think it's an achievable goal going forward. Um, again, I, I and I will keep you guys updated uh, throughout the day. If there's any updates uh, on Alex Ovechkin and his status, just make sure and subscribe on YouTube. I'll put those shorts out there during the day. Um, and I'll have it in tomorrow's episode if you're listening on the audio side as well. But uh, just, you know, building blocks for this Caps team. Uh, there were some tough breaks out there, and they were playing at the number one team in the Metro Division. Uh, they gave it their best. It ultimately wasn't enough. This was a must-win game. I still stand by that assessment. So they've got to find a way. They have got to find a way to beat Florida, and they've got to find a way to win the second game against Carolina if they want to make a push for the playoffs. If not, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, most notably, because I don't think Brian McClellan is going to be all in on bringing in, bringing in any big players. So a lot of it hinges on them. Like he talked about earlier in the year, they got themselves into this position they're going to have to get themselves out of it. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.